Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back to review the outstanding win against the Crowies to preview the upcoming clash against the Giants on Saturday afternoon and everything else, Sydney Swans joined back in the studio with Madison Clark. How are you, mate? I'm bloody happy to be back, Dable, for mine. For for yours, mate. For for ours, it's great to have you back, mate. We missed you last week. It feels natural. It feels natural. And hey... What about our footy club? We're travelling all right, aren't we? We are excellent. And we've got Noah Hayden back in the studio. Well, you're doing well, mate. I think you're locking down your spot here on the pod. Yeah, good. Guess like I'm feeling a bit Robbie Fox-like, don't oh. you reckon? <laughs> oh, here we go, here Robbie we go. Locking down the role in the back line there. I'll, I'll oh, give you that, boy. mate. It's uh, very similar. But, boys, we're travelling all right, aren't we? Just have to keep winning, Dable, and we Sim- do. Simple as that, Matt. You just got to keep winning. It's a common theme we've got at the moment. It's big. It's building. It's building, it's, dare I say it, Dable. Yes, it's like one of those, you know, natural disaster events. It's a yeah. tsunami. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like, no shit. That is how this season is sort of building. I was we speaking to Mads in the car, and it's very similar to Melbourne of last year. They did not start playing their best footy till around this time. And that first quarter that we saw, boys, that is as good of football as you will see in this competition and no one stands up against that type of pressure. Our best can beat anyone. We've been very, very, very clear about this and it's, you know, we joke. We like to have a few jokes a few on this gags, podcast. as you like to say, A couple Mads. of gags, Noah. But in all seriousness, our best, as we've been saying, can beat anyone. Well, I don't think we're seeing these type of of pressure ratings in any other games bar ours. Like, that is through the roof, and it was the biggest um, that they've seen this year. It was up around 260 or something in whatever gauge they use. It was in that first quarter. It was up around 260. Unheard yep. of. Unheard and has of. that been spoken about once in the media this Wouldn't week? Thought. Don't think so. I mean, but it's not, yeah. But, um, mate, the pressure is immense. That first quarter, just so good. And how good was the vibe in the first quarter there at, at the riser well, on Saturday? let's oh. run through that first and foremost because Matty Donnelly put the uh, put the call out to us. He did. Really, really just gave us a whack and said, get down to the riser. And I have been there before. Probably haven't spent enough time there. I know, Noah, you hadn't been there, right? Never. I was a virgin. And you were maybe once or I'd twice. I'd been in there once, but yeah. not for a Swans game. Yeah. So that's the thing. And when I say, and I mean, apparently from what we, we had conversations with people who are relative regulars there, and they tended to suggest that the numbers had probably been down, you know, coming out of COVID, yeah. um, crappy weather, you know, what have you. But boy, oh boy. I don't think there is a better place to watch a Swans game uh, other than the SCG. Than yeah, the and look, at, I'll, I put the SCG and watching it at the riser on the same peg. It's yep. um, you get that atmosphere like you're the majority, which you just don't get here oh, in Melbourne. It's, it's um, so unnatural. It's so <laughs> it's so one-eyed there, and it's the best. And everyone's up and about, riding the highs, riding the lows. Um, yeah, sensational experience, and it was good to get you know fifteen, twenty of the faithful down there on uh, on Saturday afternoon. And and props to the riser, they yeah. they definitely sorted us out. Had a had a great spot to watch on the projector upstairs. They 
brought me up a, a slab of gluten-free beers to just uh, chip away Keep out, you happy, was, mate. Yeah, which was beautiful. Got to keep the, uh, the, the head honchos at True Bloods happy, <laughs> don't you? It's critical. Um, we will be back for sure. Yeah, there's and, no doubt. And I'd encourage everyone uh, to, to get along there because we had a bloody ball. Yeah, it's really good fun. Really yeah, look, good fun. If I've got one word to describe it as, right, after going there and just experiencing a Swans game there amongst the faithful, it felt like home. Yeah. Far Dude. out. Just as a Swan supporter, being around that many other people who are there for the same reason. Big, big SMFC vibes. Oh, yeah. Big oh, time. Yeah. yeah, you got all the old players, on, yeah. you know, and they got the raffle going around the Swannies ra- raffle. And uh, we were unfortunate not to take someone home from the raffle, but um, that was fantastic. Couldn't have asked for a better day out. And the, the boys put on the performance to, to match the atmosphere of the riser. That first quarter, and you could just tell with the amount of pressure we were putting around the ball, I, I can think of one moment that encapsulates that when Papley got his own ball back. You know, he kicked oh, it, he yeah. got the clearance. Uh, that is the first time I've ever seen that, yeah. is someone have two disposals and kick a goal out of the out of the clearance. Absolutely Like, nuts. roved his own kick, got the ball back, snagged it from 50, and, you know, the Papsies on, score involvement, involvements.com. There, well, there were plenty of them again. <laughs> <laughs> he's um yeah he's going really well perhaps but yeah the, got the we, ten coaches votes Steve's he, he well he, he was the best on ground by so far he, he was up there Laird was very good as well um but he he was our best player most influential player and everything he touches it turns into scoreboard pressure boys and you know what we love. What, do we what does scoreboard pressure lead to? It leads to scoreboard impact, and geez, we love a little bit of scoreboard impact. <laughs> um, I was I was damn impressed, mighty impressed, as Flanders would say. Um, this is a this is a team you know that's pretty bullish Adelaide. I'm talking about in terms of their pressure game as well. Yeah, and I think they've been able to hang in games and, and even win a few themselves just purely on their defensive efforts and and their pressure around the footy. And I think we I think we sort of knew that, and I think we knew it required a fast start. And guys, I mean, at the end of the day, when you kick nine goals in the first quarter to two. Something seriously wrong has to happen for you to not win that Lose game. Lose that game. Yeah, yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah, not even not at one stage did they really get back into the contest. You know, it got to twenty yeah. points at one stage, but you get but, nervous, right? You do. But there was that game was never in doubt. Yeah. Whenever we were challenged, we just put the foot down. Yeah. The only time it got slightly close, I forget who was running into the into goal. But that tackle from Blakey, Blakey chased to save down it, tackle. Oh. that changed everything. Changed everything. It actually did. Like where the momentum was swinging against us hard there, and where as the faithful sitting there in the Rising Sun Hotel in South Melbourne, we're watching this. Oh no! Here's another one. This could actually be a close game. Yeah. And then Blakey saves us, and from there, I don't think it was really close. No. No, the be- that's a that's been sensational about Blakey's game in sort of the past month. The defensive side of his game has gone to a new level. It's he um, he's very good one on one. He doesn't lose too many contests. He flies for grabs, and his chase down ability is massive. And well, his closing a, speed it, is just it, rapid. It's not and it's not a part of his game that's really spoken about. I think Horse did sort of mention it in, in his presser post game. But Blakey's defensive side of his game, along with obviously his runoff half back, has gone to a new level, especially the last month. Well, totally. I mean, he started as a forward. We've got to remember that, right? Mm-hmm. And um. His contested marking is incredible as well. He took an absolute hanger. That was unreal. 
God, the riser went absolutely berserk. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh boy. Um, he, I can't say I can't say enough about how good he's been and how important he is to our structure. Yeah, massive. Now, boys, I want to talk about one guy who got a bit of a talk, been spoken about a little bit in the media this week. Kane Corns has uh, put his name up in, in lights, but it's Will Haywood, boys. Wilbur. Been so good. Three goals, one on the weekend. Only the two grabs, but you just felt like he was in everything. You know, he's it's had the 14 yeah. touches. You know, dangerous around packs. Got that first got that goal in the first quarter, you know, where he's just, you know, pressuring the ball, falls into it into his own hands and he created his own luck you know you get to the right spots often enough you know the the luck is going to fall into your hands and that's sort of what I feel with Wilbur at the moment he works hard and there's always just, a second or third effort always always and he's getting rewarded now you know that's the what's he kicked two goals three on the weekend you know kicks a bit straighter you know he has a massive game but um yeah huge by Wilbur love what he's doing three goals one it's a three goals one. Sorry, oh, that's what I got in front of me. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I've, I've read marks to goals. Sorry, yeah, three goals yeah. one. Yeah, he, three goals one. He was huge. I thought, yeah, he was. I unreal. thought footy wire had done you a mischief. No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's my reading ability. He's yeah, done right. Me a mischief. It could never be happen. footy wire. They're perfect. <laughs> so reliable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So reliable. Guys, um, before we get onto the superstars, and Wil- Wilbur's been fantastic, building as well. Dylan Stevens. Now I don't know if it's me. I reckon he's chucked on a few kilos. Yeah. He just looks a bit more damaging around the contest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think he's added a bit more upstairs as well. By that, I mean he's got this intent that I didn't see before. He's throwing himself at the game. Um, he looks like he's willing to put his body on the line for the pill. It, Sorry, com- it comes down to one word, boys. It's confidence. It, it is. is. It and do you know how is. you get confidence stable? Consistent We've games. We've been screaming for it. Yeah. And now look what happens. Yeah. The, the ability was always there, and I, I've, I'm glad that they've you know put in the time to him and, and we can see what Dill Stevens is going to be about. You know, there's no worrying, is he you know not going to be the player we thought he was, you know, taken really high as a draft pick, that type of thing. Um, but, you know, it's... I think that's four or five games in a row now for Dill, and he's you know, and he's at twenty five and one. We're you seeing know. a you know bit of proof in the pudding. It, it's so good, so good. I can see him start to slot into that Ed Langdon mold. Ed, Ed Langdon's been the benchmark for outside mids, and yeah. it's the, I mean, there's no one else who really shows like how to play that because it's such a hard role to play. Yeah, to be relevant in the game. There's and a I spot think for him. There's a spot for him to sit out on the wing and do do what he does well. Um, you know, his decision making's getting better every week, and I think it's only going to build from now. I think he he knows what he's capable of, and yeah, looking forward to what Dill can do in you know this important you know five six weeks of footy up upcoming. It's you know? big. It's big. Now, it's what about your man Robbie Fox? Noah. I love this guy so much. Two what can pretty, I say? Two pretty big games in a row. Massive. Yeah. I mean, he's just doing so much for the team at the moment. Um, locking down his role, he's playing for his career. He has been this year, yeah. right? He's had, you know, he's been on year to year deals, um, you know, spending a lot of time in the twos, working hard. He's gotten back to the ones and uh, he just doesn't want to give it up. And, and it's so clear. He works so hard. He's cut out a lot of those mistakes that we've seen in years past. Yeah. He could have a good game, but have a few key mistakes that you go, ah, What's don't know his about efficiency that. on the weekend of his 25? What's he had? He's had 72, 18, I've got. 18 kicks, seven ambles, eight grabs. That's sort of a big 
key Six indicator for him. possessions, yeah. yeah. 72 disposal, 72% disposal, disposal efficiency, mind you. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, I'm loving that he's locking that down. And if he can take that all the way to finals and show up in the finals as well, he'll be important years to come. Well, I think he's going to have a huge role this upcoming week. Absolutely. Toby Absolutely. Green he goes to. <coughs> Surely. It's, it's going to be a really big game for Foxy because I don't think you can... Well, I just want to talk about this now while we're talking about Foxy. Um, Toby Green is a huge indicator to GWS, and they always touch us up. We owe them a lot more than um, you know we've given out to them. Three finals, three finals, no and we've got to we've got to step up this week and knock them off. And Robbie Fox is going to have a huge job on Toby Green. I don't think Ryan Clark can go to him because he's he's got him in the air, and I don't think yeah. Clark's got that ability in the air. So yep. I think Robbie Fox is the perfect matchup for for Tobes. Yeah, a bit more athletic, a bit taller. I like you know, it. Can uh, go with him in the air and get around the ground. He's got a big engine, so it's going to be a huge job. Robbie Fox invitation to the party, early invitation. Please, he's been great the last two weeks, but yeah. can keep rocking up. Please come. Can come. Have a few beers. Um, Lance. Getting it done. Three goals. In the air. That's all you Big need. Big few contested grabs. Gets dangerous. Yep. Getting over the back, which I, I like to see too, because you know it's not a laziness thing. His no. pressure in that first quarter was insane. He had three inside 50 tackles in that first quarter. He set the tone. He said, boys, we're not going to let this slip. We are going to tear these blokes apart in the first quarter. He, he set the tone. It was massive from Bud. Yeah, yeah, that leadership as well, right? Yeah. Showing that he's willing to put his body on the line at 34, 35. Um, and, and we've spoken about that in the last yeah. couple of weeks. He's yep. lacking that sort of come with me, boys. Let's get it done. That's what Bud did on the weekend. Yep, for sure. It's it, get the contract done now for me. It, it's it, it's seriously... You know, sign him up. You're five, there. Five, yeah. six hundred, and, th- and that's it. You'd yeah. like it done before finals. You How would. good would that be? It'd be just, just be nice. Get it, get it out of the media. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Buddy's here to stay. He believes in this group of players. Keep on going. It's lucky our footy's getting it done at the moment, or else it'd be still bloody well, yeah. crapping on about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're winning, so it's not being spoken about. But yeah. But we felt pretty confident about it, but it, it is dragging on a little bit. So uh, look, get I'm it bet. done. Get the vibes good at the club and uh, win some. Bloody footy late in the year. Yeah, that's it. But the boys in the middle, consistent as ever. Parks, Water. 29 touches, 12 tackles. Parks setting the tone in that's there. That's berserk, dude. It's huge numbers from our midfielders. And if it's not uh, Parker doing it, it's Mills. You know, he was a bit more in and under. A few more handballs for Millsy this week. 27 touches, six tackles, inside 50s, you name it. The Rolls-Royce is doing it. Did you notice uh, the one goal there as well? I did. Nice little snap. So there. clean. Yeah. It's just class. What he does is class. Mm, really it's is. So good. And that's why he's the Rolls Royce. What about Robottom? So good. How's 20- that? 26. Hasn't he come of age? Yeah. It's been a real good month for Rowie. Um, but, uh, but, but it's probably just, last two games. It's just he doesn't light up the stat sheet, right? Yeah. He mm. just tries yeah. and tries and tries and tries. Gives me a lot of Brett Kirk sort of energy a little yeah. bit about it. A little bit there. Just like, keeps going. It's in and under. And yeah. just like, he's had the eight clearances. That's pretty big numbers. Not the most naturally talented footballer. I, I don't, right? yes. Yeah. But, yeah. but tough as nails. Tough as nails. Yeah. You want him on your side in the trenches with you. Absolutely. 100%. I've seen, uh, seen comparison to Ryan O'Keefe. I think on the, I, I don't mean to spoil our upcoming social engagement, but I had a quick look and I saw a quick comparison to Ryan O'Keefe there. So I'd, I'd question that. 
I would too, but <laughs> hard in and under. Compl- uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like the Kurt comparison more. Yeah, Absolutely. It's a bit more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. A bit more accurate um, for mine. And, and the Chadwick, right? This is a guy who's, as we've discussed, as you guys discussed last week, this is a guy who's getting his just desserts from the media, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. He started to become mainstream, yeah. which, you know, we love. I'm, personally, I love him as our best-kept secret. But, I mean, <laughs> he just keeps going. Another 25. He's kicked a goal. You know, this is a guy who's had eight tackles as well. Hard as a cat's head, but classy Mate, by foot. Yeah, that what finish, more do you that want? Finish, oh, Mads, from, you know, so 30 cool. metres out on that tight angle, it's a very hard goal to kick. Right, yeah. Like when your body's going away from goals, sensational finish, pure class. As you say, Chad Warner, pure class. Pure class. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. He's... and. Uh, this is the thing, right? And I think he's one example of a lot of these guys really finding their roles amongst each other. Where maybe earlier in the season when we were having our down games, they might have been, you know, stepping on each other a bit. But now they seem to clearly know what their roles are. Yeah. Yep. You know, Chad's he sits out of the pack a little bit. He can attack it and go hard when he needs to. But he's now that damaging player who will take it out of the mid and get it up forward. Well, he's got that explosiveness away from, you know, from contest, so that's why yeah, I think it, yeah, bang on with what you say. He sort of stands one out, and he can burst out of contest. I'd love to see how many times he's been caught holding the ball this year. I don't think it'd be very many. Yeah, a couple, not too many. But he's look, got that knack, doesn't he? Like yeah. that Kennedy had back to in just his prime. stand up yeah. and just know that if I just stand here and if I use my strength, they're not going to be able to bring me down. Mm. Now, boys, while we're talking about class, let's talk about a bit of champagne, Papley. Not Champagne Pappy, but Champagne Papley. How good was he on the weekend? Look, phenomenal. And got the 10 coaches votes, right? It's, so, a, it's a massive indicator. Massive for indicator. Yep. Um, he's doing everything. And I love, I said it, I reckon I said it eight times at the riser. I bloody love Papley in the middle. Yeah. Because he just goes, it's like when, you know, when Essendon sort of need a little bit of energy in the middle, they chuck Stringer, Stringer in. in there. Yeah. Yeah, not not necessarily comparing Papley and Stringer, but that's what we do as well. Yeah, and he energizes it, and he chases, and he often gets a clearance. I mean, yeah. how many did he get? He had what's he had five, five. clearances. Yeah. Damn. You know, for for a guy who's essentially pinch hitting in the middle. Yeah, that's all you want. He, but he is damaging it's out dam- of the middle. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's smart stuff. It's um, and and because he's a forward. He knows how you'd want the ball delivered to yeah. you. You know, yeah. he, he has a sense of goals and he knows where to put the ball. Yeah, they're, they're just getting they're getting the key. mix right. Yeah, they, they're getting they the mix totally right. are. They totally are. You know what? As well, him and Buddy work great together. Yeah. They yep. find each other, right? It was even Buddy finding Papley because yeah. Papley takes these, you know, lead up marks as well that a guy his height has no right to do. Yeah. But Buddy finds him, he finds Buddy. It's it's a great little tandem that they've got going because they contrast each other and they're also terrific electric players. Yeah, like Paps has had Electric that. is a good word, Noah. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> the way I, f- like, yeah. I feel about Papley. Yep. He is electric. When yep. you put him in the midfield, he stands out so much with just... And you can Honey. see it on him, right? When yep. he, he runs hard, he yeah. attacks hard. He, oh, he's God, powerful. boys. He's powerful. But it, that, oh. I, I, I like where he's getting the uh, where he's getting the ball too. Like he's having eight inside fifties. That's where he's getting his score involvements. He's had the most score involvements in the last month of footy of anyone. Um, and it's yeah, it's huge. All I want to see, if I have to criticize any part of it, I just want to see less binds. Yeah. 
take Simple take a few that. more opportunities. Yeah, well, not even take the opportunities, but if there's someone better placed, pass it off. And have, I know he's become a, look- a lot less selfish. I know he has. Yeah, sometimes he can blaze away, but shit, I'm not complaining, Debs. Yeah, look, on oh no, I'm personally one for if you've got a set shot from you know within 45, go back and kick the yeah, goal. Don't absolutely. don't try you know find that stupid target and turn it over. Um, but yeah, look at once again on the weekend. You know we haven't we've had thirty five scoring shots. You know we you, we turned that into twenty four goals, ten, and it's it's a massive win. It's a ten goal win, and we we yeah. really had the opportunity in that third quarter to to put them away. Yeah, we, we sort of dominated the first half of that third quarter. But yeah, we just could. What not, do we kick seven behind? Seven behind. Yeah, it's, it's not we, good. It, it's contagious with yeah. us. It's just like once it starts, like couldn't miss in that first quarter. No, nah, no. Nah. You know there were a couple of set shot misses, but generally we got really good looks at it and just converted. But you know it's it's a concern because it, it, that is not going to hold up come September. You know, yeah, you're agreed. probably you're probably not having 35 shots in September. You know what I mean? No, it's, no. It's going to be finals are always a lot lower scoring. Very seldom do you yeah. score 100 points in finals, Noah. Yeah. Very, yeah, very tight, seldom. Tight matches. You've so. got to take your opportunities, boys. Like I, I feel like it's getting better. Like Yeah, it is. But, uh, no, I, I think it is. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still, that's if, you, if you're going to ask for any area of improvement, that's yeah, the one. That's absolutely. what you're saying. And I don't think we're the only team saying it either. It's a consistent thing. But, boys, um, question. Yeah. McCartan boys. Yeah. Hmm. I see, I... I haven't minded them. I've heard criticism of them over the last couple of weeks. Probably not, you know, not not doing it as much as they were earlier in the year. Yeah. For my boys, they're still getting it done. They're still halving contests. For yours, Matt, um, I think it's more when we're getting beaten or their players are sort of kicking a goal. It's more the system. It's a, yeah. I don't feel like Tommy's really getting beaten one-on-one. Um, neither with Paddy. It's more... We we get burnt on the on the you know the turnover the on the yep. overlap and you know they they hit up a target and you know they they're playing on Tex and Fogarty um, on the weekend you know mm. two good players you know Texas kick three or whatever he has and and even um, Fogarty they, they they were soft goals man it, yeah it wasn't you know getting beaten one on one you know when they needed a big grab there wasn't too much of that going on no. Nah. Um, it's even sort of when Dawson went to half forward to kick the couple goals. It was, it was turning it over and him getting it, you know, a free ball through the, through you know the center yeah. of the ground. It's um, more structural than it is structural um, than, I, than I, the I player. Do, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, well, that's our game style, really. It's it's that we're, we we play an eighteen man defense really yeah. with that pressure that we apply. You see it when an, an opposite the opposition has has the footy in their hands. You'll see players in the background start running off their man and start, you know, putting pressure on the ball. The focus is all on the ball, which means every one of those 18 guys is so important. Yeah. Which kind of also means that those... If there's one that's you get, lacking... You, you get, get caught out. Yeah. You get caught yeah. out, it's yeah. A high, it's high risk, but it also means that it's it's not... We can't necessarily point fingers at, at McCartan, the McCartan boys for, um, you know, Tex Walker getting an, an uncontested mark here or there because it's it's a shared responsibility, yeah. that's, really. Do you know what? That's very astute of you, Noah. Why, and that's you. why you're here. Um, speaking <laughs> of uh, that coward, Jordan Dawson... Mm. <laughs> Uh, yes. Gave my fair share to him. Yeah, yeah oh, I think there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough for mine. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't just love yelling at a screen. If we we're at the game, we're, I think yeah, it would have been very different. Hundred percent. Mm. Debs, if you and I were at, if that game was played in Adelaide Oval, 
And we were in Adelaide Oval. Oh, I don't think I would have done we it. Wouldn't have made, we wouldn't have made it off the hill. <laughs> Just like we barely made it out of Etihad. Um, but speaking of that coward, Ryan Clark oh. in the first quarter, uh, we were screaming out, where is he? Is he playing yeah. Jordan Dawson? <laughs> it, what's he, is he sitting on the bench? Because he was not sighted nah, for no the first quarter. No impact whatsoever. They had to move him and fair dues. He went forward and had an impact, but mate, he's position in that side. He's playing off halfback and he was unable, unable to do so, David. Non-existent, which yeah. is so good from Rizzle Dizzle. Hasn't, we hasn't, love what he's doing. Hasn't Ryan just found himself a home, Noah? He's been brilliant. You know, he came, he came prepared to the game. He rocked up uh, soap, rubber duckies and gave him a <laughs> fucking bar. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he did. Now, <laughs> while we're on that, I mean, we'll, we'll click Oflo just keeps. I think Oflo was okay. Yeah, I think he he has peaks and troughs like anyone. Thought Haynes was a good target. Um, did see a little bit more of him in the middle, which was which was good. Just a little bit more. He's had the ten tackles, Haynes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heaney had five inside tackles, yeah. inside fifty tackles, and so that's the massive thing. numbers. That, you, that 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 for, but I reckon a lot of that, yeah, would have been the first quarter. Massive numbers. Errol Goulden. Can't say uh, much more about him. He just keeps on keeping on. Yeah, Hick probably like he's he's just labouring. Hick's, Hick's the one negative to come out of the game. Uh, that's two weeks in a row. He's been given an absolute bath in the middle. Uh, Riley O'Brien had the fifty odd hitouts. He's hardly got near it. He's labouring around. He's carrying a foot injury. We know that, and I think he's hurt the ankle as well. So I would not be surprised to see him go out of the side. And I did what like what Laddams bought when he came back into the side yep. but you know he's out he was at four to six I think yeah, I the, don't think he's ready with, with the broken thumb so uh look it would be ideal to have a Laddams ready to go but in all honesty I would not mind seeing Sam Reed and um Amadi just pinch doing hit. pinch hit and that uh, Reed was more effective than what Hickey was in the ruck on definitely the undeniably Undeniably. It was a, a clear thing. Got smashed around. Um, well, pretty good out of the centre, but around um, centre after quarter time, um, Adelaide probably took the points in the midfield. Any danger of... Still, I'm sorry, Noah. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm sorry. But... Go on. When we need a goal, it just doesn't kick him, Sam Reid. It's it is just it's still painful, isn't it? He doesn't it? kick because I think it, he it's has a shocking playing, technique, man. He it's, is playing a bit better, but it's that goal see, kicking is man, not improving. Man, let me make this clear. Yeah. He's playing so much better. Yeah, but I just I thought he I, had four looks at goals on the way. Yeah, he's had One, four. Three, yeah. yeah, he's not, not kicking them. So that that just shows you doing the work. You get there, finish your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it's not like you're learning. You've been doing this for years. Yeah. Hey, I think it's a situation where I just know. I know you're a big fan of him. I am. And I, I and, am. and I've been a massive fan of the way he's been able to dig deep. And I, I guess resurrect his re- He it, it is a Sam Reid bloody renaissance, Noah. It really this is. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, and I love that. There's also now other facets to his game, like pinch hitting in the ruck, where he's been extremely useful. Yeah. But bloody hell. Again, one goal three, that's going to kill you in a final. That kills you. And that's what we saw that GWS yeah. final. You know, it was shit like that. But it, he his good game turns into a fucking fantastic game if he's kicking 3-1, yep. which we did see yeah. against in that Melbourne game. Took the opportunities, but... Just got to nail those set shots. It's frustrating as a supporter. Yeah, he's feeling like a... 
compare him to a Levi Casbol, where Levi would take these huge marks and like I think Kick Carlton for ages, yeah, would feel like he's like this. He could be this next big thing with these insanely, this insanely good awareness when the ball gets up in the air. And, and and Sam Reed's found this ability to mark like that we haven't seen in years. Yeah, it's incredible. But he's not he's not kicking him. Like it, yeah. it's got to, it's Doesn't that has it? to change. Just it does. One it thing that does is interesting though, I'm thinking that if he if if we do end up with this Sam Reed Joel Amati uh, pinch hitting situation with a hickey out, um, my guess would be that Sam Reed would be the number one. Quite yeah, unquote. he'd do the lion's share of it, you'd yeah. imagine. So if he's if he's in the midfield more and away from the forward line, you know, away from the forward line, is is he going to be playing like a? Could he play a really good game and and we don't have to worry too much about the accuracy in front oh, of goal? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's not his core role, right? If if his if his core role is going to be to be in the ruck, Absolutely, his game isn't judged on yeah, you know yeah. the amount of goals. But I'm kids. still taking a fit Hickey all, all day. It's oh, of, just course, sort of, of course, of course, I, I, undeniably. I, I would rather put Hickey on ice for two, three weeks, get your body right, and come back and make an impact. Yeah, they, oh, that's yeah, what needs yeah. to happen, mate. Hundred percent. I still my my feelings towards Hickey and the importance of him in our side has not waned whatsoever. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. It's just that he's carrying something. Yeah. And when you're 31 and you don't have a bloody PCL, <laughs> what can you bloody expect? And and he can't even bloody spell. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's the one negative, and, you know, hopefully that sort of works itself out and we can rest up but keep still winning games. Um, it's important to just keep winning just, as we keep repeating. Just keep winning. And, I mean, just one quick one. I love that Dane Rampey, again, like Sam Reid, Renaissance is just dug deep and mm. he's doing what Rampy's he needs to. one of those ones. If you're sort of not mentioning his name too it's much, it's probably a yep. good thing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He's Hun- starting to become a you know a weapon on the on the down low. Hundred yeah. percent. And you know the only one we probably haven't spoken about is Armadi. A little bit quiet, kicked his goal on the weekend, but well, it wasn't big, influential, but you know, doing his thing. I, d- I wouldn't drop him. Nah, I, I like what he's adding. Yeah, pressure as well. He adds pressure. Three tackles is you know it's it's fine for, for a, a young guy. player. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. in the VFL, he brings that. Um, like you, you'll see it if you if you see him in the VFL, he lays huge tackles. But um, I'd like Bone to see a bit more of it in the tackles. You reckon? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, boys, that about wraps up the the review. We've gone the old half an hour on the on oh, the review. It. Went quick. Does it? it does. It's another bumper. It just flies when you're having fun. Boys. It does, boys. Hope North Talk aren't waiting for us outside. We'll be <laughs> here a while. I, I think they're wrapped up. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back um, after you hear from our spawn. Welcome back to True Bloods. God, it's good to be back, boys. It's I'm, I'm, I missed it. I missed it a lot. Oh, mate, when not having you here for a week, you know, it's a bit bit of a different vibe in here. I liked mate, it Noah and I. I thought I thought we did all right. No, oh, I, I felt good about it. I had some good feedback as well from the family, so that's nice. Yeah. Did you? Oh. Did, did the family just huddle around and and listen to it of a Wednesday? Oh, that's it's more of a just they get to it in their own time. You know, I'll have yeah. some throughout the week. Nikita likes to listen to it. You know, on the way to work on the Wednesday morning. Yeah, that, that's Sam always gets too. to it at some point in the day. I love that you've just. What, what's your mum's name? Janine. Janine, shout, shout out, out Janine. Shout out, shout Janine. out. I love that you've just, you've you've just dragged Nikita into this this culture, this bloods culture, that and culture she, the bloods. She bloody loves it, Noah. Absolutely, I couldn't I couldn't get her off the swans if I wanted to. Handmade swan scarf she was wearing at the rise. Yeah, that that screams like passionate yeah. supporter. Yeah. 
100%. salt of the earth. Yeah. Um, and now, speaking of passionate supporters, now we're, we're back. we have a few of those, don't we? We we're, do. What are we back with, boys? What what segment have we got here? Uh, I'm gonna. Can I take a pun? Um, social engagement. It's the social engagement <laughs> segment, and don't we love some social we engagement, boys? Bloody love a bit yeah. of social. The engagement. faithful always come to the party, as we like to say. And did they get through their voice memos? They respond to us on the gram. They get around the social question, and we just love engaging. Love engaging with the faithful. With the faithful. Now, um, as we said the riser was phenomenal we're gonna do it again you gotta come down it was phenomenal uh wayne was at the game this is wayne wardale um he was at the game at the scg and he sent this through at uh at the final siren yep boys at the game right now the siren's gone the song is cheering robbie fox watching it live he's a magician (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's not missing a game for the rest of the year. What a win, boys. All we're going to do is keep winning. Yeah. He's been listening. He has. He has. Just got to keep winning, boys. It's so true. Um, so that was phenomenal. Debs, do you have a uh, another one there for yeah, me? Yeah, Vanessa. You can go to Vanessa's. Beautiful. Let's uh, give Vanessa a go. Evening, Debs, Mads, Noah, Faithful. Now, it would be remiss of me not to give a nod to Retro Round. Sometimes it's good to look back. So I'd like to say congratulations to the pride of South Australia, the mighty Camry Crows, (laughs) for making a comeback, a little comeback. They came into the competition swish, didn't they, with the old Camry supporters? They were big on that. Retro... uh, to me means back when horse was only a foal and Blakey <laughs> couldn't go grow a moustache. Oh, no, that was Saturday. <laughs> yeah. The time where Hickey was born, died and crucified, only to be risen again <laughs> last Saturday. <laughs> Poor Hickey, he's just hanging on. He it's is. fantastic to see Rampy back to his courageous best and good Good of Reed to miss some goals while we reminisced about the past. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, fellas, Tex Walker, the walking ex-cop throwback himself. He's just missing the times when he didn't have to seek out Buddy after the match to improve his image. <laughs> Love your work, boys. Go Bloods. Oh, that's so good. So, so good from Vanessa. She always... I don't know if it's off the cuff, but bloody hell, she's got a great mind. Great mind it's for Very him. funny. So yeah. good. You got Tomo's there. Oh, Tomo. Here we go. Oh, I like this. Sunday, 12.06 a.m. Yeah. Mm. This good has content. Good vibe. Thomas man. Thomas Wines. Get, get it down there if you're in the Hunter Valley. Cheer, cheer, boys. It's Tomo. I'm back. I've only just sobered up from those despicable performances against uh, Port and whatever. Was it uh, Bombers? Oh. Anyway, today was... That's a big bender. We expected to win today and the first quarter like, demonstrated that. The fact that we didn't nail them is a bit disappointing, but you know what? End of the day, a win is a win. Some great performances right across the ground. Uh, we had, uh, I think it's like 10 players over 20 disposals. I'd love to give a shout out to to the Liz. 
couple of screamers and and even though his stats aren't right up there with the top of our players, man, he had a great game. Bloody oath, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Liz has been huge. We've spoken about him. Um, what, what I would say about sort of, you know, not putting Adelaide to the sword, um, I think it, you do have to give teams some credit sometimes when they play some better footy. I think they switched a few things up, um, you know, in that second, third and fourth quarter and it was a real arm wrestle after quarter time. Yep. But this is, um, it's great what you can do when you're 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 up by seven eight goals a quarter time um you know yeah we didn't put it to put them to the sword but you know it was comfortable enough this is why we hate the slow starts right yeah because you don't have that ability to to just take the foot off the pedal yeah. you're, you're always playing catch it, it's not even so much you know take the foot off the pedal it's just like you're gonna have these average absorb, patches in yeah. your games yeah. you know yeah, yeah. when we can just absorb that and not have to worry about the scoreboard like we, we normally do yeah um, yeah not even Laird could bring him back into that yeah. game and he had a monster game monster he had game. bloody leather poisoning yeah Ooh, he yeah. did um, now I'm um, gonna roll over to the roll facey. over to the facey, and I think the first one you'll have there is Joshy Maxwell. Beauty, here we go. How good is the SCG on a Saturday Love afternoon? It. Oh yeah. Give us something, Joshy. <laughs> I like this song. <laughs> Give us something, Joshy. Come on, Joshy. At least get the band going there. Yeah. Great win, lads. Great <laughs> win. Good to be here. Take the win. Not the best second and third quarter, but grounded out. Great first quarter. That a bo- blood. That a boy, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said something at the end there. I Bloody wasn't yo. too sure what was going to go. I was right. concerned, but uh, yeah, good song. Yeah. <laughs> now you got Brooke above there. She's got a bit of a whack of the week from memory. 2.46 a.m. Yeah. Ooh. So this has obviously been keeping her up at night. Yeah. Deep in thought. And it's yeah. a bit of a whack. Okay, let's, uh, let's hear it. Hi, guys. My whack of the week is to the Victorian commentators who insist on saying Isaac Heaney is the boy from Newcastle. Yes, looking at you, Jared Healy. Ooh. It's pronounced Newcastle. As a Novocastrian, it makes my blood boil. Get it right. Fair enough. I'm surprised we haven't had a few whacks from uh, Brooke in the past. We do tend to pronounce some things wrong from yeah, time to time. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't pronounce it Newcastle. Nah, it's Newcastle. It's definitely Newcastle. 100%. Um, <laughs> but we, yeah, there's probably a few more. Debs, the amount of things we get wrong that, is probably not able to be counted. That's it. Um, Big Baylor. So, after first quarter was done, I got this feeling that we played more, like we were only playing like 50% of what we could play at. And then every time Adelaide got even slightly close, then we would just put the foot on the gas, got back out to that five goal lead, and then went back to 50%. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's how I saw it. But I do have a question for you guys. Oh, yeah. Hall says that Joey is um, scheduled to come back in this upcoming game. I don't know whose spot he takes. I don't think there is a spot for him at the moment. Sub, maybe, but I would like to know your thoughts. Who do you drop to bring Josh Kennedy back? Yeah, it's an interesting discussion. It will be um, a big-looking <clears throat> Uh, at the teams when they come out on on Thursday holding our breath to what's oh, yeah. going on. But it, but oh, he was very strong on it in the presser that it's like, 
JPK is coming back into this side. He's had 29 and, Guys, you know, he's ready to go. He's the spiritual leader. Yeah. You've got to remember that. And you've got to remember, remember when he was, I forget which game it was, but he was a super sub and he came on and he just changed Made everything. an impact, yeah. He is the spiritual leader of our football club. You know, we walk taller when he's out there. He has a profound influence on the playing group. There is a spot for him. I don't mind him as a Medi sub. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. He's involved. He's on the bench. He's talking to people and he's there when required. Yeah. Well, where it comes from, I think we are relatively tall. That's one one thing I would say. So I think Armadi makes way. JP comes back. JPK comes back in, and then there's a you know the floating sub of Cunningham or Wicks or you know that type of thing. That's yeah. a, that's the change that's obvious. But could you see him playing up forward? Yeah, for mine, for, for yours. yours, I absolutely can see him playing up forward. I was skeptical of the backline move. Well, it didn't they, work. They didn't work, yeah. and we know that now. Um, I did think that there might have been potential there, but it, it didn't work. But he has got class when delivering it into that forward line. So if he's playing off that half forward line and, you know, getting the ball a bit further up the ground, if he's finding some opportunities for Bud or, you know, Papley or Heaney up forward, I think he's going to give him better delivery than most players on the team. 100%. His his overhead ability is underrated. That's probably a big part of his game, which is underrated. And JPK has a nicely weighted kick. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it, it, so you can run onto it nicely. It's, it's not a drilling ball. It's um, a great way to like describe he, it. Like you get from your Braden Campbells. And, you know, Errol does it a little bit. He weights it pretty good sometimes, but he can hit that hard ball. So I like JPK delivering also, inside boys, the 50. if he is out in front on a lead... Good luck any defender trying to get past those shoulders to spoil Ooh, you. like his shoulders, don't you? Well, mate, Can't look, get around can, can you? Have you seen him? I have. I How wish could I, you not I, love I do, them? I do. I wish I had a set of those bad boys. <laughs> but, but try and try and get through that. Yeah, but he, he's, he's 6'2", 6'3". Like, he's a 100-kilo midfielder. Yeah. Like, he's a big boy. He's like, huge. Um, do you know yeah. who we've got next? Who? Smithy! Smithy. I like Smithy. G'day, Swans. Uh, yeah, good solid win. Maybe not... Uh, Four quarters of joy, but um, you know we got the got the chocolates in the end. And uh, look, what a Swans avalanche in that first quarter! Maybe it's a bit of a, a bit of a swavalanche. There's a, a new term. <laughs> um, bit of a selection headache this week, I think. Um, JK's torn the twos up, so they've got to find a spot for him. You know, I wonder who's going to be the poor one to miss out. A little bit of a mild whack. Um, mild whack. I think the t- the back line. Really, at times, they look a little bit uncoordinated and out of control and a bit disorganised. I think uh, Ramps really needs to stand up and take control there, turn into a real general and and get them sorted out. And uh, look, a final note for me, for that uh, turncoat Dawson. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to play for bloody Adelaide... <laughs> nice little whack there for Jordan yep. on the way out. That's good to see. But um, yeah, we sort of spoke about that backline thing a little bit in the sort of seg one. Um, I, I think that sort of relates to what uh, Smithy's saying there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we, we've been calling for a, a little bit from Ramps. Um, I think it's coming together a little bit better. But um, you know, we're, we're just getting hurt a little bit on turnover as such. Yeah, I reckon. Is Smithy I... on the um the more the leadership side there? Because I feel like Rampy's individual game has been solid yeah. the past month or no, two. No, I think, uh, yeah, he's talking, he's talking more about the leadership. troops. Yeah, he's talking about yeah. organisation. Yeah, that's what I'm back. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's fair, yeah. 
All right, we've got Wazza. Wazza. Sunday night. Yeah, this would be good. Some Sunday musings. G'day, lads. G'day, faithful. For mine, for yours. Round 19 was a mix of the good, the bad, the ugly. Firstly, the good. In the first quarter, we start out of the blocks, something the faithful have been calling for. The forward 50 pressure is to be commended, led by Buddy. And as usual, Millsy, Warner and Parker putting up solid numbers. And finally, as Patley playing in the middle. The bad, dropping off again in the second quarter, letting the Crows back into the game. To be fair, I acknowledge conditions were pretty average up here in Sydney. The ugly, again, scoreboard accuracy. For the third week in a row, we have goals go begging. That would be doing wonders for our percentage if converted. Sort it out, boys. We'll take the win and bank the points. But as always, learn and continue to build. Up the bloods. Well, that's... Uh, look, I don't see it as a bad thing. I see there is so, so much room for improvement yeah. in our game. 100%. So if we're sitting sixth, two games clear in the eight, and there's plenty to improve on, and there's, what, four weeks left? Yeah. That, to it's me, is it, really positive. Yeah, it's not that you worry about these things, but the games in the last two weeks have gone against us ladder-wise. You know, the teams above us just keep winning as well, even having a draw when, you bloody, know, yeah, bloody you know or else we would be above Frio. But, like, these are the things that if we keep winning, they're just going to work themselves out. Um, and I, I, I think when you see that ladder position going up, a lot of these this talk sort of drops off as, as well. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah. Is what it is, as they say. As they say, David. <laughs> um, move on to Scalesy. Well, I did. I did want to actually. Um, I did want to actually read out this Big message Warwick. from Warwick. Yeah, it is good because it's a yep. good one. Yeah, absolutely. So I did want to did want to read this out. Yep. Happy Monday, True Bloods. I found your podcast on Spotify mid-season, and your show has been a godsend. I live in Canada nowadays, so finding like-minded Swan supporters to talk footy is very few and far between. Your weekend breakdown gives a clear idea of the team's news and supporter morale at Ground Zero on a weekly basis. With the run into September around the corner, at least it feels as though I'm not talking to a brick wall. One thing from the last weekend's game I really want True Blood's opinion on is Heaney. I understand why this season his skill is being deployed in the forward line. However, the ball is the, the ball. The guy's a ball magnet and straight up a gun. Watching Haney only getting 15 or 20 touches a game is just not sitting well with me. If Isaac bags two or three goals a game, then then that's fine. It's a great move. Otherwise, it's just a waste of his once-in-a-generation talent. He's way too important to go missing in these last few rounds and, and finals. Play him on the ball with rests in the forward line. Other than that, we're looking very, very dangerous, and the rest of the eight know it. Keep it coming, boys. Consistency is the key. Yeah, thanks for that, Warwick. It's always good hearing from the international listeners. It's huge for us. Um, makes me it makes me feel good about what well, we're doing, Mads. I think it would um, it'd be good for homesickness. Yeah, you know, I love that. I actually love hearing that. Like yeah. it's as the fact that he's connecting with it that much, right? Yeah. And that, that's that's why I was listening to it, right? It's yeah. just I need some like-minded Bloods fans that. Are, telling me what they feel about the game because, you know, I want to hear it. I want to yeah. know. And and he's feeling that way and I like that message. Yeah, it's you. It's the the Isaac Heaney debate, which I did respond to Warwick, you know, it's always going to be spoken about, but I think the impact up forward and his, his overhead prowess is just so big and it, that's the type of thing that would get wasted 
um, you know, if he did play more midfield time. And I think just being used up forward as a contested option, yeah, I, I think that's why he's playing forward. And then yeah. you can only put so many through there at the end of the day. But look, at some stage, yeah, I hope we see it. But what Haynes is doing up forward with, you know, the duo with Buddy, which he's got now, I think they're the third, third largest combo in the league for goals. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely performing. This is probably his most consistent year. Um, but yeah, look, do we want to see him in the midfield? Of course we do. But, I think that he's just overhead prowess. He's more effective up well, forward. Well, yeah, I, it's just opportunity cost, right? Yeah. You sort of – it's three goals that are potentially you're missing out on. 100%. Yeah, look, it's – and that's a debate that you guys have been having on the pod for years now, right? This is yeah. this goes back to at least 2019, 2020, 100%. right? 100%. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, got, he's got the ability to play well in the midfield. He's, his marking is unreal. However, I do feel that he's missing out on some of those big hangers he used to take. and But at the same time, while he had some great moments in the midfield, I don't want to break up what's going on in there in the nah. minute. There, there, right, there's team synergy going on. Yeah, don't you know, touch there, that. Leave there, it there. You know, there's a bit of bromance up in that forward line. It's damaging. Um, damaging. It's huge. He it's, is winning some good, like some good ball in the in the forward line though. He's tackling man. hard and some great snaps yeah. around the corner. Yeah. So that's fine. Creates man. Yeah. It, yeah. It's um. It, it, you can always keep, keep keep talking about it, but he's getting the job done. Endless debate. Yep. But yeah. Scalesy. Scalesy. Boys, faithful. Another solid win, just my thoughts. Um, first quarter's electric, no doubt everyone saw it. Just love that good start. If we can bring that every week, mate, we're going to go a long way this season. Uh, listen, I'm not too worried about the second or fourth quarters. Like, we controlled the game, you know. Crows got close to us, but when they got within three, we sort of responded. So, look, I'm not too worried about that. We're all pretty frustrated about it. Um, just got to keep getting those four points. 11 goal kickers as well. Love the spread of goals, not relying on, you know, the key forward buddy all the time. I love we Stevens. Just he's just building. We're giving him a consistent lot of games. How does that work? It's just great for it. Love Blake Blakey's smother just to save that goal. You know the game was over, but he still made that effort, which is great. And what about Champagne Papley's back? Uh, Boys, we'll get time in the middle. Just you know getting those possessions, goal, goal scoring. You know what we love. You know a bit of our scoreboard impact as Ooh, well. We love scoreboard impact. Um, Jordan Dawson. I actually completely forgot about him. Coward. Like we, I don't even think we've actually missed him at all the last couple of months anyway so and just to finish off I absolutely love that video I'm a bit Sandra Sully with the late news but that AFLW uh, women's team coming up the Paul Kelly race and the boys getting around them with that speech from Rams I absolutely love that just love the culture of the bloods anyway got the AFL giants this week let's send them packing up the bloods <laughs> <laughs> he loves it Scales. he loves it uh, but yeah that, that speech was awesome they would um, you know is there vision of the speech? Yeah, I don't Rams. Think... Haven't you seen yeah, it? I don't I down seen the Rams it in the really I need to in see the it. Paul Kelly race that all the all the boys are there, all the girls are there. Yeah, all I've, the seen, I've seen all that, the staff, but I, then, I haven't seen. And the... there's video of Rams talking to everyone, just saying how the um the club feels whole now, and it's a you know it's a real family environment. Hey. it was spine tingling stuff. What what a club! What a club, boys! For. What a um, club! Matty Donnelly, Matty Donnelly, yep. The uh the the prince of the rising the prince of the rising sun day the riser on the weekend lots of bevies had good conversations had good banter yeah unreal good to see you guys down there and um, you too mate to see the uh the crowd get along uh whack of the week boys this week goes to the AFL once again 
News just in. Round 23 has been sorted, and they've just managed to fuck it up again. We have the graveyard shift on the Sunday afternoon. Uh, playing it's called the Grash Hour. Fourth versus a team potentially playing for Ave, and we get put at 440, going head-to-head with a game that's probably going to pull 85K plus at the MCG. It just doesn't make sense. I just don't get it. Essendon and Richmond could be out of finals contention by then and they get the primetime Saturday night fixture. Just once again, this floating fixtures is an absolute joke and it has been for almost the entire season. So whack the way goes to AFL. Sort your shit out. Next year, just get it done properly. Here's what I'm going to do on on that Sunday night. I'm going to do some ironing in the afternoon. I'm going to get get my... Everything I'm wearing the next day, mm. just laid out and prepared and ready to go. I'm going to pack my bag for work. I'm going to put my laptop in my bag. Get all organized. Make right? sure you're ready to go for the day at the big four. Correct. Because I intend on sitting on the couch, getting nice and warm, and watching us absolutely bulldoze the Saints yeah. with and, and while drinking an entire bottle of Grenache. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good Sunday. And, uh, and, and, and that's how the quote-unquote graveyard shift games should be enjoyed. Yeah, 100%. No, you've made it a little bit more inviting there than Maddie for sure, but that's, that's all right. They, but but he, he, he yeah, he's the, right. The, the floating fixture is absurd. Uh, absurd. It's absurd. Seriously. Seriously. How are people supposed to plan? Yeah, yeah. Like these clubs want to play in far yeah. ahead. I'm, I'm not even talking about that aspect of it. It's like having our game, which is potentially a team performing to make the eight yeah. and us top four, yeah. competing against the Collingwood Carlton game at exactly the same time where they're going to be competing for the top four. You know what I mean? It's an absolute Absurd. farce. It's a farce. You've know, got a couple more to go. Uh, we've got the ever-reliable Saundo, who's sent through two, so make sure it's the second one because he's, he's a bit a, of a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist, Saundo. Absolutely, so make sure it's the second one, mate. I should play the first one just for a <laughs> bit of a piss take. No, I won't. I won't do it to you, Saundo. All right, lads, just a quick one for hashtag Ask the Faithful. Um, I reckon if we're going Probably should uh, just explain what Ask the Faithful was. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want me to get that one up? I can read it out if you need. Yeah, you read it out, Noah. Yeah, no yeah, worries. So, see if I can get this in one take this week. Yeah, let's go. Hashtag Ask the Faithful. We come up against our crosstown rivals this weekend. What do we need to do to win our fourth game in a row? Do any Giants need particular attention? Would you make any changes to our side? Best answers Best answers will be featured on the pod tonight. I Almost. felt that was a bit lazy for me, but it's right. Need more question. energy? No, 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 not you. <laughs> no, question. No, God, that would have been a big whack. Yeah, no, my geez. question. I just felt like I was a bit lazy this week, but it's a question that still needs to be answered, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. And uh, Saundo will respond. Saundo will respond. Let me just get it up here. Saundo, here you go. All right, lads, just a quick one for hashtag Ask the Faithful. Um, I reckon if we're going to win, it's going to be off the back of Isaac Heaney. He loves this matchup. They don't have a great matchup for him. He's kicked seven goals across the last two outings against the Giants. So I reckon if he kicks at least three, we're going to win really well. Um, Normally when we beat the Giants, it's off the back of our smalls rather than our talls. Um, Last time we played them, we had the three talls. They kicked three goals. But Parker and Heaney combined for eight. So I reckon that will be the big difference maker. And I reckon that will also play a bit of a role in team selection because I think we have to get Josh Kennedy back into the side sooner rather than later because he's going to be there in September. So I reckon he has to be there in this last month of the regular season just to fine-tune everything and just get ready. 
And I reckon, as I mentioned before with the tall forward thing, I reckon two is more than enough. And Joel Amati, he didn't really have a performance like Stevens or Fox that demanded reselection. He didn't play badly, but I reckon because Kennedy needs to come back in and because the Giants don't usually struggle with the talls, I reckon he'll be the one to make way. We'll run a smaller forward line. This time we have Tom Papley as well. And I reckon that will be the difference maker in us winning and losing. Up the blood. He's right. We didn't have Tom Papley for round one. Yep. Jeez, I forget about that. Yeah, I was he's there. He's in was, some was, form. Yeah, he's in some form and we didn't have him. And do you know what? We definitely missed him Yeah, in round yeah. one for sure. Yeah, we'll run over the top of him this week. No worries, like we did back in round one. But there's one more from Hopsy. Hopsy. He was down at the Rhinza. It was actually his birthday. Happy birthday, Hopsy. Happy birthday to Hopsy, absolutely. Went down to the Diamond Creek Hotel. Hey, True Bloods faithful. It's Hops here. Oh, what a weekend, you absolute beauty. It was my birthday, and the Swannies smashed him. It was fantastic. I'll tell you what, the Sunriser went off. It was nice to uh, see some new faces, get involved, had a beer, and just kicked ass. It was it was fantastic. Uh, one thing I did love was wearing my new True Bloods T-shirt, you know, seeing the crew wear them all, getting loud and about. Tell you what, Jordan Dawson's gimp beard, <laughs> yeah. that was disgusting. <laughs> Sucked in Dawson, up the swanies. It, it was a gimp beard. Good on you, Hopsy. It was a shocker. It's pretty sad, yeah. Yeah, just while the Hopsy mentions the merch, we'll, do, we'll just send out a big thank you again to the faithful How who, good. Who, who did buy. We're basically sold out. I think there's two large T-shirts remaining, um, so getting quick for those. But, um, yeah, massive thanks uh, to the faithful for jumping on board, and um, hopefully we've got a few things in the pipeline, um, Mads, down the line. We do, and it's it all just sort of goes back. It just allows us to sort of keep keep rolling and keep doing things like, you know, that, uh, that jumper competition you know it just gives us the ability to to do more of that so yeah, for sure it all, it all goes back to the faithful in some way or another but we'll read out a few of the comments on the social question if you want to jump over onto the facebook mads that's your your domain my and domain now we're on to the uh instagram with myself you know us young bucks over here mads um, yeah, we'll, we'll jump on the on feel the like a 55 year old divorce woman <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm up with go with Scott. We got Scott Therese, sixty-two. Oh he says, "Great to see two fringe players in Clark and and the Fox now regularly in our best twenty-two. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Looks like our weakest links are becoming stronger and stronger." On the Logan v. McLean v. the Amati party, I reckon Joel looks super agile around the ground when he gets put into the ruck. Let's keep him in. Go Bloods. I like it. McLean's sort of the one that's been forgotten about. He's, yeah, he's, but he's I not like send the him. He's not setting the world on fire in the two, so he's not commanding his spot. Three I goals like on the him weekend, though. so much. And then, man, Logan back in the twos as well. It's That's, that's a pick three, like... Sitting back in the twos. It's a good problem it, to have. It's only year two. That's what you have to remember. It's hurting my hope, head thinking about it. I hope it. they're drumming into Logan's head. Hey, mate, don't worry. Keep going. Yeah. You, Time will you come. Have a, you have a spot. It's just, just it's not It's a matter yet. of time. Yeah. You've got to bide your time. Logan. It's very similar, not to the same degree whatsoever, but it's the it's the Dill Stevens like, debate. You know, yep. high, high draft pick, showed a little bit. You know, in and out of the side, but you know we we've probably seen a little bit more from Logan, and his time will come. So I don't think it's too much to worry about. No. But I feel you know. it's a touch different with Logan, just in that 
Uh, it is really that I, I, he can't do much more than he's doing in that it's there's limited opportunity to go around for those big forwards. Yeah. He is doing everything he can. Uh, he's just got to wait for more space to open up, yeah. like quite literally, that Buddy just takes up so much of the yeah. 50. Huge. This is, um, this is an interesting one. James Wheeler, forgive me, but would love to see Juzza go back to the twos for a quick spell before finals, find that confidence again. JPK will come in, and I also wouldn't mind seeing T-Mac have a spell and giving Gould a go. Thoughts? Now, this is Jimmy Wheeler up in Marimbula. Jimmy Wheeler, uh, the, the oyster farmer. Oyster farm. farmer, yep. yep. Now, G- I, I, actually, I actually like what he's saying there. Firstly, I do not see Gould playing this year. No, it's done. Yeah, it's done. I, I don't that's think it's, over. Yeah. It's not. I mean, if you're going to try it, you're trying it in round five. Yeah. Not, oh, sorry, five. Not now. Even round fifteen. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, you know, it's, it's, it's too late. It's too yeah, late. Now, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to see him. No. If one of them went down, hundred percent. It upsets but, the apple cart. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Noah. Yeah. Do you want another sort of saying? No, that's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> And but like Juzzy back to the twos. I know. I don't. I don't mind that. He's not playing with the same In, confidence, impact, and damage. I know. I know he's got. I know he's got stats there. Right? Twenty five. I know weekend, he's yeah. got. I know he's got stats there. But it's just a different. You know, there's not that flair that we were seeing before. Breaking lines. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a f- different players doing that. But yeah. And I, I don't disagree with that. Hard. Nah. It's one of those not. things I think where it's like those the, the roles are really starting to be set right, and he, and there are a number of players who are doing that breaking line stuff, and I still think Justin McInerney's having some. Some of those moments, right? I mean, I think we're seeing them. I feel like maybe we're forgetting it a bit, just as the, but, the faithful are, I feel, yeah, a but, bit. So we need to think about that. Yeah. But, and he has had 25. But yeah. I do I do get what you mean, yeah. yeah. I do feel that he'll step up in big moments, though. He's a big moments player. He does some great things. Bloody oath he is. And things are too. tough, yeah. Yours, Noah? Right, I've absolutely got one. Hang on, I had it up and Ooh. I've gone, but I've already commented on it. I said Ooh. Dibs reading this because I love it. So Ryan Pez won. <laughs> Pez has, um, has, uh, he's gone with. He's gone on the Facebook as well. He's gone on the double dip. Oh, okay. I like it. <laughs> yeah. You love <laughs> that. Double your chances yeah. of getting on the pod. All right. Anyway, so he's gone Ryan Clark to take one for the team and shirt front Toby Green. Also, what's with the 210 start time? Absolute graveyard slot there. Well, we've established it's, you know, it's, it's okay, not too bad. But... Don't mind the 210 on the Arvo, especially down the riser. But I do like the um the the take one for the team. As much as I want to see Rizzle Dizzle there, I like that a bit of a bit, a bit of flavour in that. Just go up and really give it to Toby Green. Maybe you Toby. can kiss Toby on Toby Green on the cheek and really just mess with him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Something a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit uh, alternative. <laughs> Just razz him up a little bit. A little bit of rizzle dizzle about Rizzle dizzle razzle. <laughs> That's it. But boys, another bumper social seg. We've been good there. God, it's just the end of the social seg, isn't yeah, it? The, good Lord no, Almighty. Another 33 men. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, there's not that many voicemen, those, and it goes for the longest one ever. <laughs> All right, we'll be back right after this preview for the game against the Giants. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, dude? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back, True Bloods. We need a stinger for um, 
the VFL rap. Yeah, we do a little bit. Can you get Sammy to whip one up? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. He's more than capable. Have you, have you got the Rizzle Dizzle one on, on file? Just slap that one on for the time being. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we will. Uh, Chuck it in uh, here and then go, I no. Don't, yeah. I, I don't think I have it. I think I've deleted it, oh, unfortunately. No. How have you done it? I can get Sam to sort you out. <laughs> yeah. Can we do a GoFundMe for you to get a new laptop? I would, I would put my hand up. I'll be, I would be accepting for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, boys, big game. Oh well, we'll throw to Noah with the with the VFL report. Noah's VFL report. That's as good as we've got now for true, true. But Sammy, if you if you're listening, your homework. In VFL next, Stinger. Yeah, it needs to happen. Ne- VFL Stinger. Next boy. Tuesday by 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, that's the deadline. So get that in, mate. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've gone and knocked off Frankston pretty comfortably, 89 to 45. It was the precursor to the um the game on the weekend. That yeah. Probably. The yeah, curtain raiser, was it? The curtain raiser. Not on the same ground, though, because it was wet. Yeah, right. But yeah, it was, yeah, as you, you mentioned, uh, off the waves, Debs, torrential rain. Torrential it was up torrential. there. Torrential. Um, in the early morning, yep. Which makes Josh Kennedy's 36 touches. Ooh. It's been talked about not just by the faithful, but by the media. Yeah. Even the media are watching the VFL <laughs> when media <laughs> collects 30, 36. Um, JPK. It's incredible. He's class, man. I don't think he's we got get, another year in him too. He's yeah, going all right. We don't get efficiency statistics for them, I don't believe. So it's Could it's be. hard to know how good they were, but it's Kennedy. I I'm willing to take. They're not going to be too wasteful. I don't think so. I think the uh, the old hamstring is going to be a bit of a blessing in disguise for JPK. You know, in these tough rounds where you're really slogging it out in yeah. the winter, mm. the dog know, days, the dog yeah. days. You know, yeah, he's been yeah. resting the rig. You know, getting those rays in Sydney, keeping that tan up, doing that shoulder press to keep his nice round, bolding shoulders going, Mads. He doesn't have to work for those. He was born with them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a blessing in disguise, and he's going to come back in and have a real impact in, in September. Absolutely. Um, some other players of note, um, Cunningham's got 26. Uh, Lewis Taylor's had 33 with a goal. Your man. My man, Lewis Taylor. Your I do love Lewis Taylor. And I... And if he, oh, I hope he gets another gig next year, and I hope he gets into the ones, just because his season this year in the VFL has been unreal. Yeah. Like he's one of the best players in that just league. Just classy. Absolutely. And he does yep. what he wants on the ground. He yep. can just do anything, really. Um, some real eye-opening ones. Uh, Braden Campbell's 25 touches in the wet, as we've mentioned, two goals. Yeah. Bit of scoreboard impact. We love that. Braden Campbell's going to be a player. I think he's really going to come into his own next year. Um, you know, I think guys like Cunningham aren't really going to get a look in. Um, another preseason. He's left peg. He's exciting. It's competitive. Yeah, it's very it's, competitive. It's one of those players, he's, he could really go to the next level. Yeah. yeah. A few um, a few uh, honourable mentions in there. We've got um, Ben Ronk, 25 touches and a goal. Um, so similar areas there, and you know he brings energy. Yeah. Um, Hayden McLean, he's had three goals, five marks. Yeah, um, yeah, it's that's about, eighteen about touches. All, it's about all we can do in the wet at VFL level. Yeah, that's that's, un- that's doing enough. very good. Uh, Logan yeah. McDonald took some very nice marks as well, but didn't convert one goal three. Yeah, um, same raid numbers. He's still getting a lot of the ball. A lot of these guys are still really showing that they can play, and I think. You know, with stats like those um, and the way that the boys played in the VFL, it's 
it's a it's a bad time to be playing that well because there aren't many spots available to push in. I'd yeah. venture to guess that we make very few changes. Very minimal. We saw none on the weekend. It's, it's a good sign, good problem to have, but having that depth, um, some players in form in the VFL, that's great for, you know, if we touch wood, we get any injuries or anything like that, there's some players to come in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so um, where do you guys sit on the Josh Kennedy conundrum? Because he plays. plays. He plays. Simply He's in. plays, yeah. Deeps, if he's training... He's training, he's, he's playing. He's playing, yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. So are, are we saying... So Amadi out. Amadi out, Kennedy in. in yeah. Um, and then we've got the floating sub of whether it's Campbell or, you know, Cunningham or... Do you think you know, we see Campbell this year? Could be done, um, but... Oh, I don't know. I think he's young. He's he's quick. So you know, he'd be, he's, his foot skills can change a game. You know, I it's, would probably bring him in. Say in a final, I'd probably rather bring him in than someone like a Logan or someone like that. He's just far more versatile. It's a it's a lot easier to make an impact as a small than it is a big. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree with that. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Braden Campbell and, and I'm of the opinion that he should never have been dropped. And I know that that's controversial because he hasn't always... He was out of form. No. I understand that but I'm just so bullish on him that I just want to... I, I want to see even if he's not playing that well, I want him in the side. Yeah, you'll get a run. People that's develop, just me though. That's me. People develop at different rates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That Look, that's just for mine, lads. For, for yours. yours. Yeah. Alrighty, but boys, Saturday afternoon, 2.10 for GWS. Where is it at? SCG again? Yeah, SCG. Nice, nice. Um, look, they've got quality all over the ground. They haven't had the best of seasons. Probably one of the surprises of the year. Lost their coach midway through the year. Uh, you got the likes of Taranto. Um, Himmelberg has moved half back, so he's going to be one to watch. Who's coaching him? Mark McVeigh. Mark McVeigh. Um Looks exactly like Jared if, since he lost his hair. Interesting yeah. to say if Hickey is labouring around again this week, he's got another big-bodied um, ruckman in Braden Pruce yep. who's had 36 hit-outs, so he's going to be fucking up against it again yeah. if he is labouring around again. Um, but you've got Toby Green always, you know, he's took mark of the year probably on the weekend, kicked his three goals too, always does a number on us too. I'd love to see us lock him down, whether Foxy does go to him or... You know, if he gets up the ground a little bit, Clark goes with him. I, I'm not too sure, but he, I'd love to see him tagged out of the game. I, I so hate do I. Him. I, I love him as a player, but I hate playing against him. Toby? Yeah. Well, he just gives you headaches. Huge I used headaches. To, I used to hate him as a player. Yeah. I absolutely love him now. He's yeah. so good. But yeah, he yeah, really is. I hate playing against him. He's oh, so yeah. right, Debs. <laughs> Hopper, Cornelio, um, you know, there's some quality players in there. They probably haven't got it together as a unit this year, but... Um, you want to know something else as well? Um, more broadly, it doesn't matter where the Giants are on the ladder for me. They could be 18th right now, and I'd still be not comfortable. Yeah, with how, we, we tend to have always, sides yeah. like this. Um, yeah. It's always a uh, a bit of a nail biter. Tend yeah, to agree. you just sort of ma- we match up, and they're close ones. Um, hopefully, we can just sort of blow them out of the water early and keep the pedal on and well, and, and win nicely. In, interestingly, in round one, we just. One purely on our fitness. Yeah. Purely fitness. Oh, yeah. It was close all day, and we just ran over the top of them. Yeah. Um, So look for most of the same. But, I mean, again, critical to have a fast start. Yeah. Critical. If we can play the same, if we can replicate the same football that we did in the first quarter against Adelaide in this game against GWS, again, it it puts it out of reach. Yeah. If you are seven goals up, it puts it out of reach. Mm-hmm. 
Did, does Clark get another role this week? There's no one really. I mean, the the funny one is Himmelberg playing half back now. He's he's a big unit, Himmelberg. Yeah. But that's a, they try get it in his hands to use it off half back. Like yeah. that, that's his role. Damn. So like, as I've missed a fair bit of Giants games, yeah. I just try to try to avoid him at all costs. He, but a... um, he's because I've noticed that Himmelberg has had a change of role. And is it the half back now? Because there were half-back. talks that it was like more midfield. Nah, but... it's off half back. He's had thirty plus a couple times. He's had twenty twenty five on the weekend. It's pure half back. Easy yeah, touches. Maybe, maybe do that then. You don't have to Maybe worry about that. him in the air. No. Um, I think he sort of, yeah, he just clamps him down and that's one less avenue um, to start their their attacking game. They yep. do have a lot of midfield weapons as well. And, yeah. you know, they're obviously going to be resting some in the forward line at any given time. I'm looking at the Tarantos and Cornelios. Yeah. Is it worth just, you know, Ryan Clark sitting in the um, sitting in the back? Uh, no, I, I, like, like, I, like, I like what he's been doing. Yeah. yeah. I like, firstly, I mean... This is the same as... Wouldn't your brother just be loving this conversation? Oh. Just us talking Ryan Clark for a couple minutes? He loves Rizzle Dizzle chat. He really does. <laughs> huge. But, so do I. But you've got to... This goes back to what we always used to say about George Hewitt. Yeah. This is... Ryan Clark is a man that you have to give a role to. Yeah. And if he knows his role, he can execute. Yeah. I, I see no reason to move away from a strategy that has proven to work yeah. for the last, what, four weeks, three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. He's taking some big scalps. Yeah, he, right? he could even, um, if it's not Himmelberg, and they sort of let him, you know, try attempt to do what he does, um, just sort of more one on one. He could get Cornelio and Taranto, as you say. They sort of rest forward. Cornelio's they're, really they're, they're dangerous, man. Cornelio's had a real uplift in form yeah, uh, since he's had that pressure lifted so, off so, from yeah, him. There's yeah. going to be a role there for him. Yep, hundred yep. percent. But I'm hoping Hick goes out of the side personally. Give him uh, a wrap rest. Him in, wrap him in cotton wool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I as I've been I ready said, for finals. I have not waned on my opinion of how important he is, but yeah. he's no good getting injured further. Yeah, and yeah, there's. I think there's a few things going on in that foot. I think there might have been a rolled ankle as too yeah, right. on the weekend. So just rest him up. Play only play him if he's one hundred. How far away is Laddams? Oh, well, it was a broken. Six. Yeah, it was a broken thumb. He did it against. And he came Port. back in a week. Yeah, I know. Coming <laughs> with the cast. But when it's, you know, you've got to be able to tap both hands, you, you can't risk it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned before that you wanted to see the swap of Kennedy and, and Amati, but if we don't have Hickey, does that just leave Sam Reid on his own to do Potentially. solo rucking? Yeah. No, we chuck Buddy in the ruck. But, yeah. <laughs> you'll know yeah no, you, you're probably right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But there, there's no one else. Who's rucking in the twos? Shit. <laughs> McLean, McLean must be Sinkers sink- He has been in some form as well I promise you He's had a good season sink- I promise you Sinkers and McLean Do you reckon? You reckon um, You reckon Sinkers could have a look? I don't think so It's not worth it this late in the year no. If you're trying to prepare for finals But if we need a Ruckman And Well th- this is the thing though You wouldn't drop a Marty would you? Probably Reed's going to need to chop out. You're right. Yeah. It could come from somewhere else. The, yeah, that makes the right. Kennedy question so much more difficult. It's like, who goes out, man? Far out. I don't want to drop anyone. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Do we make have to? Him, make him the Medi sub. Kennedy. Yeah. This week. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Make him the Medi sub. And see what happens. Seriously. He had, uh, I remember one game, he came on as the, from, as the Medi sub. Had like thirteen touches in a quarter and a half of football. Yeah, or something that's like what that. that's what we were talking about yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely making the maybe Medi sub. Hickey out, a Braden Campbell type, JPK on the bench. 
I'm looking for the bloody 25 and 2 is big. That's a big game in the in the twos. Could be knocking on the door. Or does Logan come in? Logan can't play. He, like, straight up cannot play Ruck. No, nah, I know he can't play Ruck, but if you sort of, you know, hickey out of the side, Logan comes in, Armadi and, and Reed pitch hit in the Ruck together, one rest up bench, um, and, you know, Logan's up forward. With the same height, yeah. Um, I did like what Saundo said, though. If we throw back to the social seg for a minute, Saundo, I th- he turned to me there and he said that, you know, we play better when we're smaller against GWS. We yeah. do. And I'm thinking a Kennedy, you know, bringing Kennedy in and going smaller, but then yeah. it's the rucking question again. Yeah, right? well, well, Hickey probably plays. That's a, that's the funny thing. Uh, he, he normally labours around, but it'll be interesting <clears throat> at uh, selection. Um, I'm just, I've, I've managed to find the injury list, which is not easy to do. It's not a very long one, the injury list, it's is not. it? It's not. So there are four players, Peter Adams, Mark Sheather, Colin O'Reardon, Sam Naismith. Yeah, Colin O'Riordan's probably one that's fallen, fallen off. We haven't heard a little Making bit. Making slow out. progress on return from hip pain. Yeah. Um, he's so not, he hasn't even commenced running. Yeah, hip, hips oh, are so sad, yeah. man. I love yeah. Colin O'Riordan. So, Laddams, Peter has had his one-week review with the surgeon this week. Yeah. Now, so he's only one week out from the actual surgery. surgery. Yeah. So, that to me says bloody still four or five weeks, yep. right? Have they got a time frame on there? Nah. It, would, it was four to six at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That brings up question. I mean, it's later in the season, but it brings up questions comes final time, finals time, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Injury, injuries with Ruckman are always um, interesting. It's not like we're blessed with an abundance. Um, you know, having Naismith on their injury list for two years, that's um, been crucial, you know. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Selections has has always been interesting this whole year. Surprising, always surprising. Mm. But boys, predictions. Swans Ooh. by four goals. I'll go Swans by nine, nine goals. I'm nine feeling goals, it. Yeah, yeah. No, six or seven goals. We here's, could have done. Here's for me my as tip. Well. I reckon it'll be a very similar game to last week. Yep. Jump out of the blocks. Yep. Jump and, out of the blocks and then and just keep them at bay. Yep. Liked it. Oh, I'll take that again. I'll take that every week, personally. Oh, yeah. all over take a, that in grand final, Dave. <laughs> all over a quarter time. We love that. But we'll jump through the other games quickly, boys. We will. Frio and Melbourne. Big game for the, you know, deciding out what's going to happen we in the top four. We ideally want Melbourne to win. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we need to get so. above Frio as soon as we can. So we'll be supporting the Ds. And then they're only going to be a love, game in front of them. We don't love doing that. Nah, we don't. But that's okay. P-Hearts, isn't, isn't that what you call them? <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people call them. <laughs> Collingwood and Port on Saturday afternoon. Come on, Port. Surely Collingwood drop one. They'll they're, have to. They're, they... they're running out of petrol tickets, as you would say, Daniel. <laughs> well, I just can't believe they've got over the line the last two weeks. I, I want to jump above them too. I was in disbelief. I've when, done, every time the last three weeks Collingwood has been down, I've sent Mads a message saying, go the yep. other team who's playing Collingwood, and they've pegged their way back and won. Fuck me. It's done me in. Yeah. I was supporting Essendon so yeah. hard yeah, on Sunday. Same. I was just like, I was looking Come at... Come on, Harry Jones. <laughs> Come on, Harry Jones. I was like, Jakey string the package. <laughs> and then, oh, geez, just could not get him over the line. I tried my hardest. Um, they St- surely they, they're going to win another they one. They've got to drop one. Uh, St Kilda Hawthorne. Marvel. 
Ooh, I'll go Some go Hawthorne. St Kilda, a Hawk? basket case. That I ends. Think so. That ends this season. Yeah, Hawks. I like win. that. I like that. Um, Adelaide v Carlton at the Adelaide Oval Saturday night. Oh, oh. you're looking at this on footy wire, aren't right? you? Yeah, I was going to say it's not the wrong order there for oh, yeah. mine. Yeah, for yours. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon uh, Carlton will win that. I hope Adelaide win. Yeah, I do too, but they won't. You know well, what? I'm a big Jordan Dawson fan this week because. <laughs> It's knock-off Carlton, yeah, keep them at bay. I'm just tipping with my heart who I want to win, not who necessarily should win. Yeah. Um, Geelong v. the Dogs. Dogs will be putting it all out there to try win down at uh, the Beach House, GMHBA. I reckon they could. They'll be trying their best. See, the thing is, what. their midfield went on unstoppable. Yeah. Unstoppable. Geelong might sort of coast to the end of the year, I feel. They might drop one when they're probably not supposed to, um, but I think Geelong will win. Yeah, I'll go Geelong as well. I don't like that the uh, dogs have snuck into the eight. Yeah, they're a dangerous yeah. side. That yeah, is, that is that is a side I do not want to play in the finals. Yeah, 100%. I now kind of want St Kilda to stay in the mix, and you know, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy if dogs drop this one. To be honest, if we play an elimination final against the dogs, oh, yeah, they'll kill me. Yeah, yeah. We'll flog them. We'll flog them. Don't worry oh. about it. Gold Coast v West Coast. Sunday. Waste of time. Carry on next. That's Zero it. all draw. <laughs> yep. Richmond v Brisbane. At you know the M- what? MCG Sunday. Richmond will win that. And they're favourites too. 10th versus 3rd. No And way. Richmond are favourites. Struggling. That is unreal. I think they might be struggling with COVID still up at Brizzy. Something like that. Maybe. That's the only reason. Although Brizzy aren't playing that good a They just either, stuck, so. But they can't win at the MCG. Yeah. Makes it hard to win a flag, doesn't it? It oh, does. It really hard. does. And no then, one's talking about Brisbane. Nah, I think no everyone's one. gone quiet. Brisbane camp is quiet. Well, we're we're outright third in the betting of the flag. It is far out. It is. You're Ge- kidding? Nah, it is Geelong at three twenty-five, Melbourne at three seventy-five, and us at nine bucks. That's bizarre. We are outright third in the flag. People are uh, they? They low key know that we're something. They do. They know our best is the best in the competition. Absolutely. Noah. And then to round out the round, Essendon and North Melbourne. Oh, I could not care less. Yeah, Holy shit! Exactly Did you? Right. No. <laughs> is that the Grenache hour? That's the Grenache hour. I'll be watching Hopefully. that. Yeah. Alrighty, Might boys. Even tip it. No, we're not tipping it. We don't. We don't deal with shit on yeah. here. We we only talk bloods. Yeah, yeah. Would have thought so. <laughs> well, boys, you've been great uh, tonight. It's been a good so, one. It's been a bumper pod. We've Love got it, lads. Nearly an hour twenty, lads. Far Maybe out. a bit longer. It's good listening for your Wednesday morning in the car. But uh, look, we might. Uh, I haven't chucked this out for a little while, boys. Oh, we're, we're on. You, you, we're on. You. We are on your Instagrams and we are on your <laughs> Facebooks. But jump on the Spotify because there's a lot of listeners on Spotify. That's the main go-to these mm. days, boys. And we need people to who are listening on Spotify to literally stop what they're doing right now and rate five stars on Spotify. I think there's nearly 240, 250 likes on there. Jump on. Give us a like, boost us, get that algorithm going, and it helps out the show. So that that's the call out to the faithful. Yeah, we'd week. love that. We'd we, love that. We would, boys. But this has been True Bloods, the number, the number one independent Sydney Swans <laughs> fan <laughs> podcast. And as we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom up the Swatties.